The Blue Jackets have lost three games in a row, but don't worry, it's not time to panic yet. And we're going to tell you why on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. With me is my co-host, Hayden Hylesworn. Again, I feel like it's been a minute since we recorded an episode together, but it's fine. We are both back in our respective uh, states and uh, we're ready to talk about the Blue Jackets because that's what this is. It's a podcast about your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. We're going to talk about the good, the bad and the ugly and uh, before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every single day. If you want to become an everydayer, then you can like and subscribe wherever you get podcasts on YouTube and on SiriusXM. I also have to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. The Blue Jackets have lost three games in a row, Hayden. Uh, I don't know if it's time to panic yet, though. I think it's it's very easy to be like, we've lost three games in a row. The sky is falling. Patrick Laine is going to be out probably for the next couple of weeks at least. The Blue Jackets can't seem to buy a goal and they can't win in overtime. But I think what I've noticed from the last few, the last handful of games, the Blue Jackets are doing a lot of the little things right. Um, and it's there's, there's no such thing as like a moral victory in hockey, but... If they keep playing the way that they do, I feel pretty good about that. I feel like they've lost all of the games that they've won this year. I think they haven't necessarily been playing as well as they could. All of the games they play really well, they seem to lose. So at some point, you've got to figure that that balance is out and they start winning some of the games that they should be winning and then probably losing some of the games that they should be losing, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that 100% makes sense. I. I think to your point, first of all, it's great to see your face. Um, we've It's been a while since we were back together. Last time we were together, Dylan was with us. So, which great first episode with Dylan, whole second half of that interview coming to you guys later this week. So that should be fun. But to your point, Jay, the Blue Jackets were a couple shots away from winning four games in a row they had two overtime losses going into this one on Saturday night and what can you say Varlamov he's an experienced goalie he was a stud I even think the Blue Jackets beat him a couple times Jack Roslovic specifically beat him once and you know first of all Roslovic has had like the Blue Jackets have had some great individual performances every single game it's not like the team has totally let up stinkers in their losses. Like I still think that loss to the Red Wings earlier this year was their ugliest loss. That being said, you've played what they have a problem scoring goals at home for some reason. I I don't know why that is, but Jay, they've only had what two goals in the last two home games, like five goals in the last three home games. Like, What's going on with this team? It's definitely a concern. We've, I've specifically talked about this because, I mean, you've been less worried about guys like Johnny Gaudreau, Kirill Marchenko, but 
it's kind of like those we're still waiting for those guys to score goals. And I know I'm going on a huge tangent here about everything that's been going on, but it's like, where was Kirill Marchenko in the lineup last night? Like, I just, I didn't understand the reasoning why Pascal Vincent, Pascal Vincent, excuse me, is deciding to bench him or healthy scratch him. And like, it's just, if he's going to play those games, that's fine. I'm sure he's got a reason. I know Pascal Vincent is definitely the, how are you doing in practice kind of thing, but it's like Kirill Marchenko's a goal is two goals a night waiting to happen. And he's not going to break this streak of not scoring if he's not on the, not on the ice. So that was my big worry, but you're right, Jay, the team doesn't look terrible despite the score line, not looking great from Saturday night. Yeah, exactly. And like, like to your point about Jack Rostovic, um, I'm fully willing to eat my words. Uh, he is, he is a super, super streaky player. Like and maybe even streakier than Oliver Bjorkstrand, who I think was notably a streaky player, but Jack Rostovic's on a, a little heater at the minute. I, I like that top line a lot. Um, but I, I agree with, do I agree? I personally wouldn't have benched Kromachenko. I don't know that benching him is the worst because, and we talked about this a little bit with, um, with Dylan, right? Is that, you know, he's, he's pushing a little too hard right now. I think the fact that it's been what, seven games and he hasn't scored a goal yet. I think, um, that's starting to like eat at him a little bit, I think. Um, and I'm not opposed to him sitting for a game, watching the game from above, and maybe, you know, resetting a little bit. Um, I want to see him back in the lineup tonight against the Stars. Um, he was rotating in on the fourth line in practice on Sunday morning, I believe it was. Um, I've lost all track of when anything happens anymore. I don't I don't know how much I feel how I feel about that. Um, especially because they seem to have pushed Voronkov up onto the third line, and we'll talk about Voronkov in uh, in a little bit. But my worry is that once he gets kind of pushed out of the lineup and out of the top six, because like there isn't really an argument to take Jack Roslovic out of the top six at the minute. So what do you do with Kromarchenko? You know, do you put him on that second line with Texier and Fantilli? Do you put him on the third line? Do you put him on the fourth line? There's not like, I don't know what the answer is here, but I'm pretty sure the answer is Kirill Marchenko is a top six player and should continue to be a top six player. But I understand them not wanting to like mess with the, um, the Ruslovic, Goodrow, Jenna line, because that was far and away the best line um, in, in the game against the Islanders. I'm just pulling that up now uh yeah they had almost 60 percent of the shot share um in at 5v5 22 attempts for 16 against when those three players were on the ice so i i don't know what the answer is here but you've got to keep jack roslovic where he is uh until his hot streak ends at least but i want to see karomachenko get back in the game and i wouldn't be surprised if if he goes tonight i wouldn't be surprised to see him score a goal tonight because we've seen Kent Johnson how he responded to being healthy scratched I thought he had a really good game his set the, the second game of the season his first one um I didn't think he was great against the Islanders but I also don't think he had the best matchup or anything but uh with the um against the Islanders so I'm excited to see how he res- responds and I'm excited to see how Kromarchenko responds to uh to this healthy scratch because it's one game it's fine if it starts being like three four five games then i would be like right okay this what's going on here but right now 
not the most worried I've ever been about a player on the Blue Jackets. Yeah, and the Blue Jackets, I mean, I'm, I'm saying all this because that's the easy take for me to have. Obviously, I am significantly attached to Krill Marchenko because I had him as my best player from my season reviews. And uh, you had Kent Johnson from your best player for season reviews. So Pascal Vincent just loves the healthy scratch. Our best Pascal Vincent player. is victimizing us personally, I think. <laughs> he's like, he's been listening to Locked on Blue Jackets and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? F these guys in particular. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, it feels like that. But I think to your point, too, there is nothing wrong with being healthy scratched because at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be a long NHL season. And if your players are in a little bit of a funk, yeah, maybe it is okay to just have them sit up in the press box and watch the game. And, you know, I'm sure Kirill Marchenko watched that game last night on Saturday night and thought to himself, man, I could really be helping this team out right now. I'm sure Patrick Laine feels the same way too. Obviously, Patrick Laine is still dealing with that injury from that hit from Rasmus Anderson, which doing the math now, it's been four games since that hit, and Rasmus Anderson was suspended four games, so that feels about right, but it does kind of suck now that you're maybe losing him for a fifth and sixth game. Um, It's the NHL, so we don't know what his status is. It's kind of day-to-day with him, but, you know, I'm sure we'll have more thoughts on this game here. I know we're pressing up against a break, but yeah, it's the Blue Jackets are just, they're just a game away. It feels like from having a bunch of players fill up the net all at the same time. You know, it seems like every single game, they have a different uh, streakier player having a good performance. And right now it's Adam Fantilli and Jack Rosovic, I think are the two best forwards and Johnny Gaudreau still looks great out there. He's looked great all season just hasn't found the back of the net. And at some point he is going to, but I still have more thoughts on this game. I know we got to hit a break, so I'll just leave it at that for now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh, we'll take a break in a second. I just want to one last quick thought on, on Kromachenko and the healthy scratch. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, uh, when we talk about the Jackets fans are wary of a healthy scratch because it never felt like Brad Larson or John Tortorella would healthy scratch them for the right reason. But Pascal Vincent, um, again, every time he says something, I'm like, yes, that's exactly the right, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. You know, he keeps saying the right things, he keeps doing things that maybe don't make sense to us, and there are some things that I would change about the way he utilizes his lineup and the way he um, rotates guys in and out, but as of right now, I am willing to get, uh, until something egregious happens, I'm willing to give Pascal Vincent the benefit of the doubt. Um in a minute, I think we'll talk about what we want to see from the Blue Jackets when they take on the Stars uh, tonight, because I personally would like to see some goals. But we'll talk about some uh, something a little bit more specific than that uh, coming up in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. First, though, I've got to tell you guys about game time, because uh, I don't know about you, but I hate to do things last minute, but I'm also very bad at planning. Luckily, game time is here. Uh, I can buy last minute tickets for sport, music, comedy, theater, killer deals, all in prices. You can get views from your seats. So you know whether you're even going to be able to see the ice, the singer, whoever. And they've got a best price guarantee. If you find seats in your row and uh, section for less, for uh, for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. I've been using Game Time basically since I got to the states because uh, I get better deals there than I do on uh, any other nameless ticketing app. 
So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. The Blue Jackets are playing tonight. They're playing the Dallas Stars. It's going to be a, a tough game, I think. The Dallas Stars have been playing exceptionally well uh, to start this season. I believe they are in their last... Uh, so far this season, they are 4-1-1. One, and one. Um, Jake Ottinger playing fantastically, has not lost in regulation yet, has a 9.52 save percentage. Maybe we'll be get maybe we'll we'll get lucky and get the backup, but there's no way to know that. Um, the Stars are just a really really good team, and it's gonna be tough to beat them. Their power play, I think, is is gonna be where the Blue Jackets need to shine. I think their penalty kill needs to be really good. I don't expect them to score on the power play. The Stars currently have the second best penalty kill in the league. They also don't allow a lot of goals. So if the Blue Jackets get you know maybe two or three goals behind that's going to be a tough game to win because i can't see the blue jackets scoring more than three goals against a goalie like ottinger who for my money is the best young goalie in the league today wow yeah that's a hot take but i mean i guess they've been backing it up because if you look at the odds on i'm on FanDuel right now for uh, Stanley Cup 2023-2024 outright betting odds. They have the fourth best odds tied with the Devils and Knights at 11-1 to 1 to win the Stanley Cup. So they've, they're have they obviously a very deep team. Joe Pavelski, he's a beast. Tyler Sagan, Oscar Robertson, and uh, this new Wyatt Johnston kid who has just picked up right where he left off last year, being uh, getting 40 points, and now he's second on, on the team in points. So... They're sick, they're nasty, and if they can get a win on the road, it seems like this year, I don't know if you feel like this, Jay, but the Blue Jackets in two road games. It's crazy to think that they've only played two road games this year. But they have an even goal differential. So I think this team plays with a little bit of edge on the road, and I think Columbus is constantly going to have the advantage of they're going to go into the arena and their opponent thinks that they can beat them easily because of the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're rebuilding. They had that huge fallout with Mike Babcock in the offseason. That's how the outside world thinks of Columbus. So I think the Jackets have a real opportunity to shock the hockey world tonight and uh, get a win against Dallas. Will it happen? I don't know. But um, I'm quite excited for the challenge set forth in front of this Blue Jackets team. I'm, I really am. I think it could be a good game. And at the very least, try to get a point tonight. You know, that's never going to be bad going to American Airlines and and getting a point from there. But heck, just go get a whole just go get a whole two points and, and change this whole thing around, because when they get away from Nationwide, Nationwide Arena is just in shambles so far this year. I mean, first they had the power outage. Who knows what was going on with the game clock the other night, making Greg Murray announce the time every 30 seconds. Like, what are we doing? over at Nationwide. That place is truly, truly haunted this year, it seems like. But, um, yeah, I think this is a good opportunity for Columbus tonight. Yeah, I agree. And I also agree, the Blue Jackets have been... Correct me if I'm wrong. The Blue Jackets had nine victories away from Nationwide last season. 
very very few victories on the road last season you're right they're already one oh and one so they have one win and one overtime loss away from nationwide so like they're already a ninth of the way to being as good as they were last season and they've only had two away games whatever it is i think you're absolutely right i think a lot of teams underestimate the blue jackets um i also think and this is something i've kind of been mulling over a, a little while the blue jackets this season have kind of been playing to the level of their opponent and this is a problem that they used to have massively with the Tortorella era of they would show up against the big guys and, you know, go toe to toe with them. And then they would just absolutely fall apart um, against, you know, some of the, the lower ranked teams. I've kind of been doing the same thing this year. If you notice, they beat Calgary, who was supposed to be a playoff team and who are in fairness to Calgary struggling mightily so far this season. Uh, Minnesota as well, supposed to be a playoff team. Uh, they beat the Rangers, supposed to be a playoff team. They lost to the Flyers. They lost to the Red Wings, um, the Ducks, the Habs and um, the Islanders. So I think the Islanders game was actually and we're kind of we've, we've moved on from that a little bit. But something that I was thinking about was. This is a team that the Blue Jackets should be hanging with because it could be down to these two teams for the final playoff spot in the East, you know? So if they can like be competitive against the Islanders, I think that's a really, really good sign um, because I don't know where the Islanders are in the standings right now, but I sus- I think the Islanders are having a pretty good start to the season. Let me pull them up. Yeah, they're 4-2-1 and one right now. Um Blue Jackets are three, three, and two, so they're three and five, really. But they're still technically they're NHL five hundred right now. Um, they were ahead of the Capitals until the Capitals beat the Sharks earlier today in what was just the most brutal game to watch. Um, the, that was not a fun game to watch. So, like, at least the Blue Jackets are playing competitively, and at least the Blue Jackets are playing fun hockey most of the time, you know, and that was kind of what I had as a goal going into this season was let's be competitive and let's be fun because they were neither last season. Um, so I feel, I feel pretty good about this. I think I would be, I think they're going to come in or, you know, go into, um, Dallas and I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to maybe get a couple of quick goals. I think they're going to score first. Um, which kind of brings us to some, some predictions, uh, because I looked up the, uh, our, our stats. I am still sitting on, uh, one whole point out of a possible 24 points. Hayden has yet to get on the board. So what are your predictions for game nine of the season? Hayden, who's going to score first and who is going to, uh, what's the final score going to be? Yeah. If you look at, uh, if you look at Dallas, you are correct on just maybe, maybe Ottinger, one of the better goalies in the league this year. He's only, I mean, them as a team, they've only allowed 15 goals, which is the best in the Central Division. They've also only scored 17 goals. So Yeah, definitely take the under on this one, guys. Yeah. But that being said, the Blue Jackets have done complete opposite of what I've thought every single game. And I feel like, you know what, I'm not. I'm not going to think the Blue Jackets just come into this one and score a lot of goals. I'm going to I'm gonna take the under. We're, we're doing good on unders this year, I feel like, you and I, Jay. So I'm going to stick with that. You let me have the floor first on this one. So I'm going to take a 3-2 Johnny Gaudreau goal to start the game. Um, 3-2 win for Columbus. Okay, I am going to – you know what? I'm going to take even more of the under, I think. Um, I'm going to go with a 2-1 win. 
Um, and I am going to go with, this feels like a risky pick because we don't even know if he's going to play, but I'm going to go with Marchenko. I think Marchenko, if, if Marchenko plays tonight, I think he scores tonight. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to say Marchenko. Um, based on how your predictions are going, we should look for Johnny Gaudreau to score his first goal of the game, the game after the start. Because you're <laughs> real good at picking like who's going to score next yeah. game. So yeah, I, mean, I might just do that. I might just start picking whoever you picked last. So I <laughs> to see if that gets me that's going to be some more points. But um, I'm excited about this game. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting, um, and I think it's going to be a real chance for the Blue Jackets to prove that they can hang with the playoff teams in this league. Um, we'll take another quick break, and then when we get back, uh, we're going to do a, a little Monsters Monday chat because the Monsters are doing pretty good down in the AHL at the minute. So we'll talk about that in just a second here on Lockdown Blue Jackets. First, though, I've got to tell you guys about FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers are going to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. You can bet uh, Stanley Cup. You can bet awards. Uh, you can bet tonight. If you want to put money on uh, Marchenko or Gaudreau scoring a goal, you can do that at FanDuel.com. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. You get paid immediately. You don't have to wait for your deposits to uh, to land. So that's really great. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season. Enjoy the NHL season. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and also us, the Locked On Podcast Network. So I wanted to highlight a couple of players uh, that are playing for the Monsters at the minute uh, because the Monsters for the first time in a little while, are uh, killing it, quite frankly. Uh, They completed a weekend sweep over the Chicago Wolves, and uh, they had a bunch of guys get their first pro points, which is real great. They're currently on a three-game winning streak. They beat the Syracuse Crunch, uh, and then they beat Grand Rapids Griffins on Friday, and then they beat the Chicago Wolves yesterday or saturday night excuse me with a big seven to three win um they're just i don't know they're really impressing me at the minute but i wanted to particularly highlight um luca del bell blues who this was i believe his first game uh with the monsters and he recorded uh two assists in his first game uh his second game excuse me so he played both games this weekend uh and had two assists so he's currently a point per game which rules uh, Igor Chinikov played uh, in his first weekend with the Monsters after healing from that lower body injury or that back injury, I think it was. Scored a goal. James Malatesta with his first point as well. Just the kids are the kids are getting it done. Um, obviously, Trofik Swalanski continues to kill it. He's got eight points in six games, but the Monsters currently four and two. And if I just pull up the league standings, I believe they are fourth in their division right now. Yes. Fourth in their division with uh, eight points. The leaders, the Rochester Americans, only have 11. So I'm excited about the Monsters at the minute. Uh, are you? Is there anything about the Monsters that you kind of want to get people excited for, Hayden? 
Well, for those that, you know, for the everydayers that listen to, I guess this would be a spoiler because you have not heard the part where Dylan Tyre talks about the prospects. So I caught myself there, but, um, and I'm not going to say the player that he mentioned under the radar, but obviously Trey Fix Wolanski, he's got eight points in six games. Like he's just so easy for me to root for. Personally, Samuel Canasco, who's, um, I'd like to see a little bit more of him. He's just played the in the one game this year, but he's got a point in that game. Carson Myers got five points in six games. Um, Nick Blankenberg's got four and six. So, like, this whole team is just producing. Like, it's like it's totally different than looking at the Blue Jackets stat page because Blue Jackets just like, you know, they will score five goals one game and then go zero, two, zero the next three games, it seems like for Columbus. But so they're really fun to watch right now. They have tons of dudes that have NHL experience. Uh, Blankenberg, Robinson, Chinikov, like, um, and then a bunch of other guys that got games last year. Hunter McCown uh, is a player that I've really enjoyed watching last year and the few that games that he played in Columbus. So I don't know, Jay, if there's a single guy that doesn't get me excited when I look at their roster, man. Like, it's just all these guys we talked about. Um, I also want to give a shout out um, because I am who I am. Uh, Jack Greaves is currently four and one on the season, has a 909 save percentage, uh, has allowed 13 goals on 143 shots. So he's probably seeing a few more shots than I would like. I'm just going to do some real quick math on uh, how many he's taking. Uh, Okay, that's only 28, 29 shots on average a game, but. Allowing 13 goals in, in five games, I'm I'm really happy with Jet Greaves. I know that we've talked at length about how much we like Jet Greaves and Pavel Chayan uh, in, in the Blue Jackets organization, but he's really, really looking like he's shaping up to be a very intriguing goalie prospect. Not even for the Monsters, but for the Blue Jackets. I think that's that's a player that people should be excited about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've said that. On the, for the everydayers, we say that like every episode, every time, every, watching, every other episode, it's like, hey, have you heard about Jack Greaves? We love yeah. Jack Greaves. <laughs> yes, and he was great in the preseason. So he's this whole team is phenomenal, and I'm I'm just gonna encourage everybody to keep following us this week and listen to that episode when, uh, with or listen to the second half of the episode with Dylan Tyre because he talks a lot about the monsters and a closer in depth look. But you're right; they've won three straight games, and they got the the Griffins again on Wednesday night, a little home stretch here for Cleveland to start November. You know, they're going home, home and home all the way Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So fun rest of the week for the monsters up in Cleveland. And maybe they can make it six in a row and just shoot up the AHL standings. Just going to knock on wood there. Yeah, I'm going to knock <laughs> on wood. We know, right. we know what happens when we start, uh, when we start saying, Hey, this team's going to win a bunch of games in a row because we're cursed. Yep. <laughs> They're actually going to lose the next three games in a row. How about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I, I second um, Hayden's Hayden's thoughts. Uh, definitely check out. So it's going to be Wednesday that our sec- the second half of our conversation with Dylan Tyre drops. We asked a, lot, a couple of questions about prospects, and he gave some really, really great in-depth answers. So if you want to start, like, learning about the monsters, then there are worse people to learn from than Dylan, quite honestly. Um, he was really great. Tomorrow... We are going to be talking about tonight's game, hopefully talking about a win. I feel like it's been a minute since we've been able to talk about a win. Um, but it's been like a week. We're doing, we're fine. 
I'm being I'm being melodramatic here. It's fine. Um, but it'd be nice to talk about a win, especially against the Stars. Uh, every day is no about my my one sided feud with the Dallas Stars that I won't get into right now. Uh, but I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster. You can find Hayden over at Hayden H971. You can find the show at LO underscore Blue Jackets. Uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email us at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, and t- uh, thank you for making us. I lost track of where I was going there. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. If you want to become an everydayer, you can find us on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us on YouTube and you can find us on SiriusXM. Once again, tomorrow we'll be breaking down tonight's game against the Dallas Stars and uh, hopefully adding some points to our leaderboard of predictions. But until then, make sure you stay locked on.